We are joined by none other than Misfits Amazing. Amazing, before we begin, I'm a horrible interviewer and I failed to do my research. What's your official title? Is it strategic coach? Well, I'm a, it's a strategic coach, yes. Strate okay, I was just trying I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a fancy word for, for secondary in command. I think that's what, what it is. Vice Admiral of Misfits. That's, what, that's the official title. All right. Better than being like a 20-star general. Oh. The seven-star analyst. I can't. The six-star general. The six-star Twitter analyst. No, uh, so I wanted to kick this one off. I asked her the first question. And amazing, when we brought you on, we already kind of prepped you. We're like, it's not necessarily the happiest time to be a Misfits fan. Um, but I'm going to give you a bit of an out here or some room to run. There are several different versions of Misfits that we've seen. It feels like this is probably yep. one of the most volatile teams, one of the most high-variance teams. You guys will have games where you'll absolutely smash the Mad Lions, and then you'll come in and lose to a bottom-tier team that shall remain nameless. Uh, and I guess my question to you is, which one is the real Misfits? Like, what is happening behind scenes? Are you guys that... Is it just that you have one style that you must gravitate towards and if you don't execute on it, like you all fall apart? Is it is it limited there? Or is it just like your main focus is trying to control this variance in play style? Like which Misfits is the real Misfits? Uh, I would like to know too. <laughs> not, so um, I, I, think, I think what it is for us is honestly that like we have, um, I mean, there, it, there's just a clash of ideas and I think that's maybe where, where the whole issue stemming from that we're like so high in variance is that um, we're we're trying to implement the fact that like all of our players are really highly aggressive. Besides Kobe, like Kobe has is more of a late game educator, but every other player really wants to make plays early game, wants to make sure to do something, and it kind of shows in like especially Febby and and uh, Resort style. So we're trying to support that. But then again, the whole league and the whole LEC is just. Uh, gravitating more towards the late game style so suddenly we have to fix that too and the early aggression is not quite like um you can't quite pull it through every single game so uh suddenly you have like an issue where certain teams are good enough right now at the bottom of the league to play against the high aggressive style but we're not good enough yet to actually play a, a slow and steady style so um we keep having to shift between the two things between like trying to fix like the late game uh, heavy style and basically become better at early in style in order to support uh, the individual. So it's a really, really weird conundrum to be in, but uh, that's what we find, where we find ourselves in. So I guess I kind of view it like this. Like you guys thought you were going out on a night on the town and you have like a banging club outfit on. Like it's a nice jacket, nice sneakers, but when you show up to the event, everyone else is in black tie. Like your outfit's still great, but it's just not the right outfit for the right time. Yeah, I mean, that works. That works. That's a, that's a good comparison. Okay. All right, Frosco. I mean, so, I mean, that just feels like a very, like, so when you come in week to week, what are you then focusing on? Because, I mean, then there's this, it feels like a myriad of issues in the sense that you've got, yeah. do you ask the players, hey, we're going to change away from this play style that you guys are good at? Do you double down on early game and just be like, we're just going to get so good at this that... Is it is it about finding champions that can do both, like play early game aggressive style and then also have scaling? Or as Dracos is alluding to, are you just trying to teach them how to team fight appropriately and at the right times? Um, I mean, both questions are pretty good. Like actually the question that Dracos just asked is actually the exact same question that we asked ourselves like even like a week back where we're like, are we going to double down on this? Or Shouldn't Dracos be the coach uh, of Misfits? <laughs> <laughs> or are we, are we going to gonna focus more on the late game fix? And... Um, I think it is, it is just pretty hard to say. I think uh, 
what we decided upon, at least like internally, I feel like, and that's, I mean, we'll probably see it this, this week, is that we're going to supplement the team with more champions that they can play that have both the scaling and, uh, and the early game aggression. Like, it's more or less like something... Basically, also on a counter pick basis. So I think like that's something we focus on, and then obviously giving our our team just the ability to actually scale and not just lose the game in twenty minutes. Because against Fnatic, like that game, uh, honestly, like if we had like a slightly different comp potentially, we would have slightly executed better. That game would have been won, and maybe would have not gotten uh, mental boo for the next couple of games. But <laughs> um, I, I think I think that's what it's about, like finding that right balance and allowing the players to. Um, screw up in game and still have the potential to win, and them not just completely being being out uh, if they make one mistake. And I think that's what we've been trying to do. I mean, that sounds so. This sounds like a a pretty difficult problem to solve so late in the split. I mean, you guys have five games left. So, like, what what right now is ambition? What are the expectations for this roster? Because it's been, I mean. You're you're tied for eighth right now with Vitality. I mean, it, just two weeks ago you were in third place. So like, obviously the league is very close. You could jump right back up with with a few good performances. But what what specifically is is the focus? Is it just we want to get better? Is it we want to make playoffs? Is it do you still are you still holding out hope for the world's dream? Like, what are what are you what is the vision that the team is kind of sold on right now? I guess is what I want to know. I mean, we want to get better for sure, obviously. Um, but I, I mean, it's still playoffs and words in the end because the thing is that if you aim for anything below that or anything other than that, like, what are you actually aiming for? Like, uh, it's it's if you think about it, like every single every single team may have long term aspirations, but uh, the players they can sp- say whatever they want, the staff can say whatever they want. If they are uh, out out after after nine weeks, uh, they don't like their life. So it is what it is. In terms of like uh, the the roster then and, and kind of the goals, I think what's interesting about Misfits is that you guys have gone through so many different rebuilds. And I'm curious kind of like what the, not necessarily what the goal is in terms of the achievement, because obviously every team's going to be like, we want to go to Worlds, but kind of what the goal is in terms of the, the, the roster style. Do you guys want to play, you know, is this about Febovin kind of training up or Febovin and Kabe as your veterans, like training up these young rookies? Is, is this about turning Razork into like the next great jungle prodigy? Like what, do you guys have any tangible goals in terms of like the, what you want the roster to become? Um... I mean, we definitely want everyone that is that has been a rookie, obviously, this year uh, to improve as much as they can. Um, but I wouldn't say it's like a situation where we, we force Fabi or Kobe to, to build up the other people. I think it's more about them also like creating some kind of other experience and where they actually understand, hey, we have to actually become better leaders or whatever. So it's like there's so many different goals for every individual, I'd say, that... Um, I guess it's hard to keep track of, but I think the veterans like create them, create some leadership for them, allow them to become uh, more self-sustaining, I suppose. And for the rookies, the same thing, I guess, you know, because all of our players have the same kind of, um, I'd say, I'd say like difficulty in actually leading. Um, and I mind? think that's what we're trying to create for them. Uh, like, obviously, I don't want you to give away any strategy or weaknesses or anything, but do you mind yep. sharing some of the goals for, like, the individual players? Like, and kind of what those look like. Like, if it's leadership for, um, like, your veterans, if it's, like, expanding champion pools for certain players or uh, communicating more for certain players or things like that. I mean, I would say for, I mean, for Ivan, it's been, for Rosalk, it's always been the most clear goal because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a jungle main, I suppose. So, for me, it's really easy to kind of keep track of it. And for me, it's just, like, I've always defended the idea that a jungler should be self-sustaining in the way that he is able to lead the early game, he's able to communicate, 
um, and he's able to basically carry his team through that. And he ha- doesn't have to be reliant on certain champions in order to carry the game. So for my for my career, when I think about it too, it's been like something where I've obviously gravitated from least and least to lay down Skarna and Sejani to a certain extent. And I want to kind of, kind of create that variety for him. So give him flexibility. Don't have him rely on like just make a place twenty four seven, but actually playing the Marco game and succeeding through that. So for him, it's really clear. And then for other people, like for Fabi and and uh, for Fabi, I guess because we've been working with him for the whole year, it's been something where Fabi is Fabi's like Fabi is a really interesting character in a good way, where he has both the ambition to be the very best, he has the work ethic to be the very best, but he sometimes lifts, uh, lacks the soft skills to actually become like a leader in the moment. So he has the right mindset, but he just doesn't have the right, uh, I guess, the right tools to work with. So uh, for him, it's something where we're trying to help help him like basically become a more vocal leader where he's not just the emotional like roller coaster that he sometimes is, you know, um, where I guess I'm similar to um, that he's actually more, more, I guess like more on the same level, more consistent about what he's doing. And I think that's what we're trying to create for him. That's, I mean, that's really cool insight. Thank you. Cause I think that like, that's always something that I've heard reflected a lot is like the work ethic and the, you know, Febben and like you see it a lot in, in solo queue games and you see it a lot in the lane matchups, but his you, interviews as well. in his interviews as well. And you don't always get to see it in the mid to late game. And when you put it in that kind of context, it, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think the last thing that I want to talk about is kind of like the fan favorite misfits question of the week. Um, is that like people love criticizing DOS right now. He's had a ton of criticism thrown his way. Some of it justified, some of it not. But I want to know how much, if any of this criticism that's coming his way is valid. And if you can maybe share a little bit of insight on the DOS versus Denic discussion um, on like why this is the guy that you're choosing to go with um, or what DOS brings to the table that makes him so good. Obviously, I don't want you to be in a situation where you have to like call Denic a shitter to build DOS up, right? But like, um, can you no, talk to us a little bit about the, the DOS situation? All right, so for Dust vs. Zenic, we decided to have trials in the beginning of the split and actually uh, see how the pairings work between Dust and Kobe and Zenic and Kobe. Um, and it was also about the team interaction. Like, so what we felt last split is that we actually kind of lacked a bit of laning phase strength. So that may have been because of B-Boy, because B-Boy was a, like, B-Boy wasn't bad in lane, but he had the he had kind of an issue communicating what he wants for lane. And we thought that Kobe would kind of bring this. So the only thing we wanted to supplement him is with the best possible laner in that regard. So uh, Dos kind of beat out Denig a bit. Um, I guess what we didn't keep track of, and I think that's maybe our, I mean, that's probably our mistake. I'm going to be honest here. That's a mistake on the coaching staff. That's what it is. We can't blame the players for that. Is how the shot calling changed when B-Boy and Dust was, uh, I mean, B-Boy was out and Denig was out. So the shotgun systems kind of changed and it became more reliant on Resorg. And the thing is that if you put so much pressure on a rookie, it's really, really tough for him to follow up and like, because he has to keep off so many, keep track of so many things. So we kind of honestly put too much pressure on him to perform um, by, by removing Denig. And it's kind of like something, that's a conundrum we find ourselves in where like laning strength versus like the whole, uh, like overall map map structure that we want to create. And I think that's where, I guess, the criticism on DOS is kind of valid, where he doesn't have the experience yet to be a main main shot caller or a secondary shot caller even, because he's never been put in that situation. So um, I think that's that's the criticism where, where I think the fans, what they see is like him getting caught. And I think what we see is like him just not knowing in certain situations what to do, which is something I can't expect of him anyway, because he's a rookie and it's all our responsibility in that case to create it for him. And if we don't do that, then it's on us that we failed. 
So is this now about trying to uh, train up Febivin, if you will, like with some of those soft leadership skills to kind of fill in that void to help the bridge between Razark and DOS? I mean, yeah, that's basically why we're why we're putting more more onus on Febivin because we respect him as a as a veteran veteran. Um, I mean person within within the within the organization where he does a lot of work in terms of work ethic he shows like what he ha what people have to do in terms of being a professional but um the 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 soft skills basically later later in the game are basically what's lacking and i think that's where he has to come in and show a bit more presence and honestly recently he has been showing a lot more presence which i'm happy with um but yeah the dos and Danny discussion has always been open just so you know, so it's not like that we're like, okay, Dos, you're you're like forever the guy that we're gonna like lean on and like force you to be that guy. There's always gonna be like a situation where him him and Denik are gonna compete for the spot. So um for the fans at least, like um we're always trying to like create the right um approach to to the roster decisions. And it's not just me, obviously, because it's under two and the GM too. So all of us are always trying to make the right decision every single week to make the right call for the team. So um, we're not just leaning on the players, but we're also leaning on our own expertise to actually know what we're doing. Hopefully we do. That's awesome. Thank you so much for giving that that context, Maurice, because I was kind of like, it was kind of a, what is it? What's the term? Like a broken record broken record just playing the same thing over and over every week people just like going after dos but it's good to know that it's something that you guys like are reevaluating. thank you for kind of like giving us that insight into what's going on and also the trade-off between the two players um this week final question i'll give you the same final question that i gave to crown shot earlier oh, you play sk you play crowny yeah you also play XL. XL. Uh, now, at the start of the season, I would have said that this is a very easy schedule for you, but obviously, um, difficult past few weeks maybe has me asking questions. But are you? Is this the? Is this the Misfits two zero? I mean, it's pretty much a must win against XL because chances are, if Misfits do have a shot at playoffs, yeah. you guys will want to be competing against XL for the last spot, and then you can hold the head to head. So as long as you keep your score tied with them, then you'd win on head to head. Whereas I think SK are too far ahead, so. Uh, I guess my actual question off <laughs> no, of Drake. No, no, it's Sorry, not. Drake. No, gone. there's no actual question. I just need him to no, go. No, 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 no. Yes, don't, we don't, Misfits don't Gaming will 2 0, <laughs> and the fans could be like, yay, Misfits Gaming. But I don't think they need to. No. I actually think they just need to oh, be Oh, we Excel. do. We do. <laughs> no, no, we do. I mean, I don't want to put pressure on the players. I don't want to push, put pressure on myself. But honestly, if we don't feel the pressure right now, like, it, it, like we do, we're, we don't have the intrinsic motivation necessary. So it. It ha it better be a tool. Like I think that's what I would say for ourselves. Um, I understand that SK is like pretty. They are pretty good right now. Um, but I do think that there's still certain flaws that they have within the game. Like there's nothing where I'm like, okay, these players are really, really outstanding in every single role. Top they're, lane. They're decent. They're not. They're not. They're not the. They're not the best. They're decent. Um, and I would say that if we want to make it to Worlds, if we want to make it to playoffs, like. We have to beat a team like that, and if we can't do that, then yeah, it is what it is, and then uh, we can revalidate next year, I guess. Okay, well, I just think I kind of wanted to end on the up, and then you brought it back down to like, yeah, I guess if we can, it's all just gonna be <laughs> a sad pity party. All mean, right, all no, right. no, we keep it positive. We keep it positive. <laughs> right. we keep keep it positive. positive. It's gonna be a two-zero. It's a must-two-zero week deep. for them. We the have pressure's to do it. on for Misfits. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Maurice, for coming on to the show. Thank you for the insight into the team. Uh, excited to see what you can do this weekend. Can't predict either side with Misfits or SK because we had both guests on this week. But I hope you smash Excel because they're not here this week. So screw them. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Maurice. Thank you. <laughs>